On this episode of Don't Blame Me, we have my twin, Leo Howard. He's back, ladies and gents. And uh, there's also a video, obviously. And uh, he's so cute. So all of you guys who didn't get to see my video, get excited. In this, we talk about a guy who comes too fast. How do you how do you, how do do you you make a guy stop from coming too fast? We talk about baseball, um, taekwondo, other things like that. We talk about a girl who found her boyfriend's pocket pussy. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a big one. And we also have a lengthy conversation about a mom who's too involved in her son's relationship and uh, that dynamic. It's a fun one. So keep on watching. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Don't Blame Me. Um, today, if you're watching this video, which peep the YouTube channel, um, we are here with Leo Howard. Hey guys, how's it going? <laughs> uh, well, I'm really excited that you're here. Um, Leo's been a guest before, mm-hmm. and he asked me when I asked him if he wanted to come back on the podcast. He was like, "Same, same, same podcast." <laughs> so um, we got a big fan, huge listener in the house. But uh, I, everyone, but you're good at advice. Oh, I am. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, oh, I was agreeing with you. I'm very good at advice. You, Mostly you because uh, I don't think I'm wrong, which is part partially Same. the issue with my life. Mm-hmm. I never think I'm wrong. I don't. Um, I mean, I'll be real. I'm sure I am quite. I don't a bit. think you're wrong that much. I am. I, I what I have that classic dad thing, which is do as I say, not, not as, as I, I do. do. Oh, 100 percent. Grew up with that dad. Love yeah. him to death. <laughs> yeah. Literally could count on uh, not one hand. I could count multiple times. <laughs> Fire nickel for every time my dad said, do as I say, not as I do. Yep. I would be so rich. I almost tweeted the other day being like, for someone who has an advice podcast, I sure as fucking hell cannot take my, <laughs> my life's life. a mess. <laughs> it's like, it was like, I was thinking about it last weekend and I already talked to you all about it, but I was just like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> and I was like, this is so dumb. Like if any of my friends were like, so I'm like figuring out this, this, and this, I'd be like, you're wasting your damn time. But I was like, yeah. no, I'm sure, sure. I mean, we joke about it, but um, being an incredibly, I think we're both emotional people. Yeah. So uh, it's much easier to third person give advice mm-hmm. than it is to be in the situation, be emotionally involved in the situation and give advice. 100%. So it's really and easy. And also, to we tell both know when we're do. making bad decisions, but we do it anyway. It's not like, yeah. oh, I fucked up. It yeah. was like, no, I'm, I know this is the wrong thing to oh, do. Yeah. I'm just going to do it. I'm just letting you know. I just want to see how it plays out. Yeah. Oh, yep. me all the time. Let's I'm go. Being like, Come not on, the best on. idea, but yep. it's the one I'm going to do. Yep. Um, well, guys, if you're new here, this is an advice podcast. Uh, don't blame me if we give terrible advice and totally fuck up your life. Don't blame me. And if uh, you guys want to call in for a future episode, the phone number is 310-694-0976. And international listeners, you can email an audio file to meganpodcast at gmail.com. And, um, and um, yeah, we're going we're gonna to give some advice. And we also have Melissa here, as always. Hello. First of all, great outfit today. I Thank feel you. like you're going to get hot. Look at you. This is my one in first second episode. I just take this off, oh, so I don't have to worry about changing smart. my outfit. Do you know how much time I fucking spent today being like, "How could I get away with wearing overalls?" And then I was like, "This is so like I like think in the morning I'm like, yeah, it's gonna be fine. I'll change out of overalls into a totally different you outfit. Could just I want put a nothing shirt more. On over it. And I want it nothing be- more than to get away with wearing yeah. overalls with you, no shirt. You could underneath just just you know so the hipster just you could do that with like a <laughs> piece of so. like hay in your mouth. What is it? No, 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 just not even just like a gold chain and like a Rolex and yeah. just. Ew. Overall, ew. <laughs> you walk like, in a room, people are like, okay. I know that. Guy. I'm gonna take that guy's <laughs> advice for Character sure. Work. Hey, yeah. do it for an audition. Yeah. One time, I saw a girl that I know show up at an audition, and she was dressed 
crazy. Like Harajuku, like meets My Little Pony, like absolutely insane. Like a look, like she was wearing like a pastel wig. And I was like, oh my gosh, like we must not be going out for the same thing. And then she goes, oh no, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, whoa. Ooh. Oh, I didn't get the memo. She goes, oh no, I just like thought I'd make a bold choice. And I was like, this that's is bold. The all right. Boldest choice. I even find a lot seen. of the hip fashion stuff to be a bit wild. What's the big uh, company with like the gold chains? Uh, in print on the it's not gucci it's ed um, hardy oh versace Versace. that even i see that and i go i can't believe that that's over twenty dollars <laughs> i mean it well, blows my mind well i know over. but it blows my mind because Did I, you watch I, I, that show? which one no uh um, um yes i know what you're talking about uh uh-huh. has mm-hmm. the great yep. actor that, darren yep. chris is in it yep mm-hmm. um, it's the ryan murphy Ricky show martin is in it Nice. I keep I thought thinking I saw behind him in the Lake candelabra, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, yeah, it's Ryan Murphy. Yeah. Yep. yep. Uh, um, oh my god. American. Nope. Ver- no. Nope. Ki- um, That's American Horror Story. I know. Who killed Versace? Or yeah, something like, like the that? death of. Yeah, but it has like yeah. an overarching title for each one. Oh. Oh. Wow, podcast! Everyone who's listening to this right now is fucking screaming in Are their you guys cars. Actors, really? Being like, I know, right? <laughs> I can name some of the I most was. obscure shit. I was too. I was too. It's American Crime Story. American Thank Crime you. Story. I was on the right track. Wait, I, I wouldn't have known really? that. Yeah. I didn't know that at all. A, the first one was the O.J. Simpson one, and then oh my god, the second I didn't one even... was. Are we thinking the, the same thing? thing? I'm yes. thinking yeah. the the Versace who I killed Versace thing. The assassination of Gianni Versace. Who's the guy that played Versace's killer? He's great. Darren Chris. Yes, Darren Chris. He's great. Yeah. Oh, That's he's amazing. crazy. I didn't know that they were all connected mm-hmm. and they were all the same like series. Didn't yeah. I? Hmm. Wow. I auditioned for one of his shows. Ryan Bond. Murphy's shows? Bombed I did too. that audition. Oh, the, we talked we about talked it. We talked about yeah, it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Bombed as in good bomb or bad bomb? Bad bomb. Bad, bad, bad Big bad bomb. bomb. <laughs> Big bad bomb. It's okay. Bad bomb. They went for a name, so I'm cool with it. Guess what? What? This is our 50th episode. Our 50th yeah. episode? See, I knew that because Holy I came early and shit. we talked about all these things. Yeah, we you talked got about here you. fucking we before talk- me. Uh, the only, like I said, the only reason I came in is because Kendall has the same car. Here. Yeah, you're like, hey, look oh, at Oh, Megan's She's here. here. I'm not going to look No, like do a- you see how much cleaner her car was? That should have been a tip off that it wasn't look in. my car. No, I didn't look in. Or, no, even on the outside. Except oh. it rained, so my car's looking a little better. Um, But yay, guys, for our 50th episode. This is exciting. Very exciting. Congratulations. Oh my God, think of all the people that we've helped and or hurt. <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah, hope, have you ever have you ever gotten um, I really, have you guys gotten customer more, testimonials like, yet? Yeah. We do. We have people oh, fucking and wh- what's shit, the average? Listens. Um what, what do you mean? We'll have people call Based back on, and like update. hey, this was your advice, this is what I did or just like a, yeah. a, an update yeah. to the I situation. I mean, I'll be real. We got a lot of stubborn bitches who will DM me be like, "Hey, thanks so much. Listen to the podcast. Did not take any of your advice." But it worked out it anyway. T- no, no, a oh. lot of times like totally blew up in my face, but I'm good with it. But I think that sometimes it's nice cuz I think like, I don't know, I think regardless of what decision you make, I think talking about it with somebody will make you make a decision. But I think even if someone like you, you go against what they're saying, if you don't ask anybody, I think you just kind of put off it, mm-hmm. but uh, it makes you do it. I have a completely different th- theory on that. Okay. I think this podcast is a total oxymoron because whenever people in general, like we're yeah. kind of narcissistic, a lot of people oh, are, yeah. whenever I ask advice nine times out of 10, I know the decision that oh, I want to make uh-huh. that I need to make. And the decision that's going to screw me over. Usually in the back yeah. of my head, and I already know what I'm going to do. confirmation on just which one of them. And so when you ask advice to someone, a lot of the times you're just asking for uh, someone to back up what you already think about mm-hmm. the situation. Okay, let's go. Hi, Megan. I am 23 years old, and I have been dating my boyfriend for over two and a half years now. We just moved in together. Um, everything's good. My main issue with him, though, which is why I'm calling, is that he is 
the definition of a mama's boy. And I just want to say a little disclaimer that I know it's his mom and she gave birth to him and she loves him more than I can understand because I don't have a child. And I love that he is close with his family. And I truly, truly mean that. That is not the issue. The issue is just that she treats him like he is seven years old, um, like buying him random stuff all the time, like toys and knickknacks and childish blankets and just things that he does not need especially being a 24 year old he really does not need and she just likes to be involved in every aspect of our relationship and I just feel like as a mom you shouldn't want to be involved in your child's relationship and that shouldn't even be in your mind about what your child is doing with their significant other and it's just to the point now where I am so uncomfortable even being around her because of the way she treats him. Like, I don't even want to see her at this point. And it's just weird to me to see someone who you have sex with on a day-to-day basis be treated like they are seven years old. It just really creeps me out. And he's not an only child, so that can't be the excuse. He has a brother who's a year older than him. And his brother's treated that way too, but not to the extent that he is. And I also must say that his mom made him and his ex-girlfriend in high school break up because his mom did not like her for the simple fact that she took away too much time from her. So she was the reason that him and his ex-girlfriend in high school broke up, which is a huge red flag to me. And I know that she loves me and he reminds me all the time that she loves me, but she, and she does a lot for me and I appreciate that. But that's also to the point where I'm like, please, like, I don't need you to do all this stuff for me and get me all this stuff because I am a very independent person. I love my mom to death, but my mom knows that I am an adult and I can do everything on my own. And she is not like that at all. And I had to learn to be independent at a very young age because my dad passed away when I was 16. So... It's, our lifestyles are just very different, and I don't know how to go about it. I don't want to offend him by bringing it up, but I need him to be more independent. I don't want to be married with kids, and he still calls her when he has a stomachache. Your boy's got a Jewish mother. <laughs> She's a Jewish mother. Coming from a guy with a Jewish mother. Kind of, yeah. My yeah. mom's the least the evil when it comes from Jewish mother. Um. Okay, so... Who, 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 who? It's a really tough situation. It is. I, I think I say that every time that I hear a, a, a voicemail. By the way, <laughs> right? I go, "It's a really tough situation." We gotta preface it with that. Validate yeah. your feelings first. Um, I will say, definitely have been there. One hundred percent have been there. Mm-hmm. Um, and have <clears throat> been there with not just one time. Mm-hmm. There's, and we literally talked about this two days ago. We did. There's a. There is always a struggle with. Mm-hmm. boyfriends and husbands moms and their like girlfriends and wives like that is mm-hmm. a tale as old as time it is and i can say that from my personal experience with having dated and also with my friends and hearing that and like it is i've never i do not have a single female friend or male friend that has been like yeah no there has never been any tension at any point with my mom and my girlfriend or between me and my boyfriend's mom. Like, it's just, it's such a, such a, such a common thing. I will say (laughs) it also, you got the worst of it. It is 
primo, especially bad mothers of two boys and the younger boy. Like that's just <clears throat> a blatant fact. Yeah. That's almost all of my friends. That is their mm -hmm. situation. It's really hard. And as much as it's like, you don't want to offend him and gosh, I just, I feel for you. Like this is, I totally understand this. You, there's a, okay. Like you obviously don't want to get between like your boyfriend and his family, but ultimately you have to choose what you need to do for your happiness because yeah, it's not going to, that's, if that's something that you don't want for your future, then yeah, you need to, you need to put your foot down, but also no matter what you say, it's not going to change a hundred percent. Like you need to be, both of you guys need to figure out how to kind of get be, be, be like 40% happy with it. Because right now it seems like you're 0% happy with the situation. And his mom feels like she's super satiated and is probably feel, I mean, granted, she, maybe she probably only feels like she's getting 90%. Like it might not even be enough for her, but you need to get to a point where you're both compromising on certain things and saying there's a way to say it. That's not going to be like nasty, but no matter what, I don't see him taking it. Well, every time I've talked no. to a boyfriend about like no. the, in, involved the like the the involvement of their their like parents or like their I mean it's really never the dads or like my high school boyfriend's mom fucking hated me mm. and like she liked me when we were just friends like we like she like I was one of the favorite kids it's and all that different. stuff and as soon as we started dating yep. she fucking hated me and it became this thing that like it was so passive aggressive and difficult and like I've, I've experienced that like later on in life and things like that and it's something like it's just gonna be there but you have to say at least what I would do and what I've done in the situation has been like, here's the thing. It's like, I'm not comfortable with, there are certain parts of our relationship that I want to be just for us. And when we like, cause you said that you want to be with him and like you, all of that stuff. And like, and when we raise a family and like, we do all of those things, like I need to know that us as a family unit is going to be a priority and that I'm not just going to be an addition onto this because he's not experiencing the same thing from your family and all of that. And I think you also need to say, it's not necessarily, she's like, it's like, don't be like, it's, it's not about your mom not liking me. It's not about that. I know all of this comes from love. Yeah. It's just, I need the boundaries to feel safe in this relationship and that I can trust you and that there's not another person involved in every aspect of our relationship. Right. Uh, I totally agree with all that. I think what you can do, mm -hmm. um, I think there's a tricky line here. There's a, there's a very um, yeah. gray kind of boundary line where it becomes, uh, hey, this is my issue with how you're reacting to things. And then it becomes, this is my attack on your family, which is not what it is, but I guarantee you that's how yeah. it would be taken just mm -hmm. because I've, I've <laughs> been in a situation similar to that. Um, I think you can address the things that directly affect you and him together. I don't think that it's necessarily appropriate to address how he is with his mother because that is mm -hmm. kind of none of your business as long as it, I mean, not none of your business, but it's really none of your business because, mm -hmm. you know, she's known him a long time. She watched him come out, come, come out of her. And uh, there's a certain, her <laughs> yeah, there's a certain, there's a certain um, cool, connection yeah. that mother sons have. Mm -hmm. I mean, all parents and kids, but mother sons specifically, um, and yes, you may deem it in a certain way inappropriate and it very well could be, uh, there is a boundary line. I think you have to deem what affects you directly and, uh, address that. So maybe you have an mm -hmm. issue with, um, maybe him being immature in some ways, uh, that's what you can address rather than her buying him gifts and things like that. That's kind of a, might be a him and her thing. Yeah. And 
so I, I don't really know where, where the specific thing is. Only, you know, but, um, yeah, it's, uh, you just gotta be careful because there is a very close relationship and you can quickly alienate yourself from the family by saying something wrong. Yeah. So it's, it's, um, well, I think that's a really good point because I think that's, that's exactly what you need to do is figure out what it is exactly that is seeping mm-hmm. into your relationship. Because just making a blanket, blanket statement, yeah. although it may make you feel better, is not going to actually solve any problems. And he's not going to see eye to eye with you on that because this no. is all he's ever known. No, I wouldn't either. You yeah. Know? And yeah. also the, the the growing up thing and like whether it's like the simple stuff of like, oh, he's constantly calling her and he has a stomach ache. And it's like that immaturity thing. He'll probably hopefully grow out of yeah, that eventually absolutely. with her. And especially when he will hopefully become a father, like we'll need to mm-hmm. like understand how to step up to the plate and things like that. But anything that exactly like you're saying, anything that's directly affecting your relationship, bring it up and maybe start off by bringing that up as an issue with yeah. like, as being like, Hey, let's talk about this issue. And then, then from there bring in and like, yeah, well it feels like then, then bring in the, like the mom aspect. Don't be like, yes. Hey, we need to sit down and talk about your mom and your relationship with that. If you bring it yeah. with like, like, let's say like he, he, um, he calls. So I, one of the issues that I faced with an ex was that my, my, he, he would, he would end up calling his parent, his mom and his parents and tell them things before me. And like, so they knew everything. And so then I was, and it'd be like, oh, I already talked about all this with like my parents. And I already like did all this stuff. Like, did I not like clue you in and fill you in on these like life decisions that I was making? Mm-hmm. And I was kind of just like, what? Like, why are we dating if like you're calling your parents when we're in college to tell them all of these different things versus like, I'm like here with you on a day-to-day basis. And like, I don't get clued in. So it kind of, for me, I kept saying, I was like, I just feel like left out of this relationship. Mm -hmm. And so that can be a way to like ease in and bring it in, in that sense. Um, Or if you feel like she's too heavily involved in like knowing too much about your life. um, And you can say things like that, because I think if you can tie it, you need to tie it to him, like to you guys in a way that he's going <laughs> to sounds fucked up. You have to tie it to you guys in a way where he can, he's not going to feel as attacked and he's going to see your point. Because I think the biggest issue here with mama's boys is when you finally talk about it and then they go to their moms to talk about it. Uh, and the, yeah, that's, that's, that's the worst oh thing. Oh my God. And then that, because I mean, it, uh, imagine being a, here's the thing is imagine being a mother. Yeah. You have a son. Uh, you're very close with that son. And then all of a sudden he's dating a girl. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden he says, Hey, look, we got to really kind of back this off. Of course you'd be like, Whoa, Whoa, yeah, Whoa, wait a second here. Uh-huh. You just met her. Yeah. And now all of a sudden this has, this whole relationship mm-hmm. has to change now. Also, here's something that I like to think about in this sort of thing. I, what is her name? I'm sorry. I totally oh, no, no, we don't do names. names. Oh, so good. okay. Sorry. Good. Uh, whoever you are, uh, think about like, this is a new situation for you, right? This is a new situation for mom too. There's yeah. no handbook on parenting and how you're supposed to be with with the, mm-hmm. the spouse of your son or your daughter. Like there's there's no handbook, so everyone's learning this together, which is why it's a, it can be such a clusterfuck sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that if you see this relationship with his mother affecting maturity in his life. I think that for me, uh, in my relationship, I would take that as, yes, you care about seeing me do well in the future. You, you care about seeing me live a healthy and strong mm-hmm. life. So if, if I'm you and I say, hey, look, this relationship with your mother, I feel like you're maturing a little bit slower than you could mm-hmm. uh, instead of uh, this is I don't want to be dating some guy that's getting gifts from his. Like, there's yeah. a different way to kind of word your issues without um, insulting him and making him feel, yeah. you know, emasculated, which is not cool, you know? Yeah. Cause no guy wants to hear like, 
like your mom's buying you gifts. Like what, what are you, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, you, know, yeah. you get automatically defensive, but yeah. And I think bring it up once first and then kind of wait and see. Cause like, that's been the thing that I've dealt with was like bringing it up and getting like hit back with like the whole, like, what are you talking about? No, like that's my mom. Like why are you blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And then, and it was like, no, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. And then taking a little while and being like, okay, fine, cool. Maybe I'm wrong. And then having them like step back from the situation and be like, you know, I actually kind of see what you're talking about yeah. because also no offense. Um, and you're not like this cause we've talked about this before, but I also think there's this like extreme, like naive night. Oh my God. Naiveness, naivety, no, naivety to guys that they think that like their moms and their girlfriends get along so well. Like it's this thing of being like, yeah, no, everything's we want great. It. We want it so, so bad. So, so bad. So it, you, you don't. Perfect world is and mom. And it's two and, people yeah. that you really love. It's like, why wouldn't you love each other? It's like when your friend starts dating somebody that you fucking hate and you're like, how does this make sense? Because I love you so much. Like, why would you love There's somebody There's also a biological thing there, I think. But, yeah. There's a sort of like mother has to release this sort oh, of like, this is, totally. this is her guy. This is the person that she's molded yeah. and she's got to kind of let go and let let mm -hmm. some other woman come into his life and and, and territorial and, oh it's 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 it's, it's primal super, absolutely super super territorial totally. and so i think like the the when you kind of plant that seed to him that it's not a character attack on her or on him or anything like that it's just being like this is really textbook that this doesn't yeah. always like this there's always a little bit of tension here and you're not going to see that because you love us both and you would never prioritize one over the other and you want us to get along just as well. But like, there are certain things that like make me feel like I'm as much as in your eyes, like we are like the same kind of level in like different ways. Like, there's certain ways where I'm feeling like this relationship is having an effect on ours when it shouldn't at all. Cause mm. the quote I've said is I'm like, you don't fuck your mom. Like you have to have, you might you, not, but Oh, gross. Oedipus. Yeah, but no, but you know what I mean? I'm like, <laughs> Maybe like, he wants that. But here's the thing. I'm like, you have to like, if you, one relationship can't trump the me. other, <laughs> they're different relationships. I'm like, unless you're going to fuck your mom, like you have to be like, you're, you're no matter whoever the girl is, whether it's like you or anybody else, like these people, you want this both in your life. You want a partner and you want to have your mom. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not like one's going to win which I think is also like a hard thing. And also it's a long road. It's never going to be perfect. <sighs> oh, yeah. I've, I told you, I've told yeah. you this. Oh, it's yeah. never going to be perfect. All you can do is address each situation and do your best to mm -hmm. uh, navigate it according to yeah. what you believe in and what you believe is going to be the best for the family all yeah. around. Um, but here's the thing. You've been dating 20, uh, two 20 years. years. <laughs> Your his mother's known him for 23 years. So it's yeah. like, and, and known him, known him, mm -hmm. changed his diapers. So there's a certain bond there that you have to be respectful of because Although you may think you know the relationship, you yeah. may not, you know, so that's, that's the thing that I, I say to that. And then the stuff that's that you, I say that, but that's, it's not a fun situation, I mean, but it's a situation that I think everyone goes through to yeah. a degree. So there's a lot of movies, mom, monster in law. Yeah. There's, that's the mm -hmm. whole thing. But yeah. And she's a Jewish mother. She is. Or Xanax that too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Just that, saying. That could work. Yeah. Prescription. Get a prescription. Yeah. So yeah. don't. Yeah. Okay. Be safe, children. She's not a kid, so we're fine. Okay, on to the next. Hey, Megan. I am 21. I have been dating this guy for almost a year now. Um, obviously, we're sexually active, and I am just curious if there's anything I can do or he can do with the issue of him finishing fast. 
Now, we have talked about it, and he can get really insecure about it, although I don't mind if he finishes that, um, but I know he gets really insecure, so I'm, like, curious if there's anything that I can do to help him last longer um, or anything he can do to himself to help that. Um, he has uh, told me that, you know, jacking off does help a little bit, um, and I can't really do anything because he gets so excited, and even maybe a blowjob will kind of finish him off. So I'm curious what you have advice on, so hopefully I can get some help. Bye. Get them mouth skills going, boy. What? Oh, hit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was also going to say, I'm not, if you're watching the video, I'm not laughing at you at all. I was no. just saying that this is, so my friends and I have talked about this because like every, I mean, I've never been with a guy that at least once hasn't been like, oh my oh, God, yeah. I'm so sorry. I'm so embarrassed. And it should be flattering. It, and it, but the problem is it if is, it happens. Yeah, all the time. Uh, but yeah, like, yeah. if it's like the first couple of times, you're like, oh no, no, don't apologize. Like, I just feel so fucking I good about my, like it's First time I slept with this one girl. When I say 20 seconds, like, <laughs> oh, I, remember no, this. I told you this story. And that for me, pumped. that was something that I'd never experienced before. And I was, I was like, give me 10 minutes. You will oh. And then just, and, it, and I, I was like, oh my God, this is, oh, and it, it's really that. embarrassing. Yeah. Um, but that's where round two comes in. Yeah. Yeah. And he needs to, yeah, he, he needs to get good at going down on you and he might be, but I mean, I, I, I always recommend the book. She comes first. Mm. That needs to be the men, like the mentality where it's like, you guys can like fool around a little bit. And then like pause, like he'll go down on you, fool around a little bit, like continue with that kind of thing. Um, and not just like hop into like immediately having sex yeah. and have like sex be the finisher, you know, like have that be like yeah. the dessert or like penetration. I don't want to call that because that's mm -hmm. not just sex. That's um, yeah, that's a that's a really tough one. Uh, I have not directly Experience, except for that one time. Except for that one time, for sure. Yeah. No, it's happened before, yeah. definitely, but it's not an ongoing. I would say because well, you've got something that helps is like the classic before the think date, clear the pipes. No, yeah. no. That, think about baseball. That doesn't work because you're thinking about baseball and then you're like ball, but balls are deep. <laughs> oh my god, oh, wait, no. Mots then, has told me this before. Yeah, where you he's think like, baseball. He'll be like, have like my, I think like, I think jujitsu is what for me. Stream of consciousness. Where yeah. he's like, no, there's few things that I can think about that yeah. it's like going from being like, no, this, nope, this makes me think of this, nope, this makes me think of this, nope, this makes me think of this. Yeah. Ultimately, um, you just got to find other things or, um, I mean, practice makes perfect. And the more yeah. times you have sex, the better I think it, it gets over mm -hmm. time or the worse it gets. I don't know. But um, I, yeah, I, I hope he's going down on you. That and, should be a definite, a definite, yeah. uh, um, first decision, uh, first, uh, what a plan of action yeah, would be. Yeah. First course of get action. Get good at that. Always. Yeah. yeah. First I, course. First course. First course. Mm -hmm. A, A, um, yeah, I would, I would, I would, I would say that. And then mm -hmm. get the book. I mean, if you feel uncomfortable mm -hmm. talking to him about it, I, yeah, don't, I mean, don't, don't, I would, I would say, that. don't feel like no. this sucks. What are you doing? Like, yeah. don't, yeah, don't bring well, it up directly. Grab, so, get this is my advice. I've done this advice so much times. Buy the book. It's on Amazon. Um, buy the book, read it, leave it by your bedside table. 100% read it before bed. Do they live together? Did they say that? She didn't say. Okay. Well, well read it around him or have so. it like fall out of your bag or talk about it with your friends really loudly around him. 
the amount, the first time that I bought oh, we'll this look. book. We'll look. He, Mots immediately picked up the book that night. And then the next day I was like, oh, wow. Um, did you read the book? Uh, nope. next no, time? I didn't. He was no, like, what what book? What I was book? like, no, nope. you 100% what totally book? did. I was just, you know, you know, tapping into it, my biological. Exactly. You know, He's like, yeah, I'm just thinking, yeah, I'm feeling, yeah, I'm feeling, I don't know. And I was like, it's a Tuesday night. Cool. Thanks. Um, <laughs> but the same thing, like, then afterwards, I remember I brought it to set because I wanted to show. Yeah, I remember. I think I wanted to show. I think Tyler was reading it. Tyler, and then immediately, like at lunch, I'm reading Leo's it. reading it. Yeah, like, it's, it's it is, fascinating. And then some other guy is reading it. So it's like it made its round so quickly. Yeah. Like it's a papaya on the cover that, like, clearly it's sexual, and it says she comes first on it. So it's a good enough hint that he can read that and kind of be yeah. like, oh, okay. Because I think suggesting to him being like, hey, um, hey why don't we? Why don't you just again? like go down on me? But like, like, there is something to round two. So like, you know, you just yeah, maybe don't give maybe up. prep accordingly. You know, yeah. like we're gonna do this first, so that we'll do this in the middle, and then by the time that's over, yeah, this will and also, be ready if he's again. Coming that fast, I feel Pronouns, like you know? it'll get speedy. Like he's got probably a quick recovery. I, I would think you so. Know? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. There's also like those extends condoms what? that desensitize you a little bit. Make oh, that's true too. No, yeah. I was going to say there, yeah, there's, there's like, so obviously there's different textures of condoms and things like that. I don't know if you guys are using protection. You probably are. Use sure protection. Sorry. Definitely use protection. Use protection. Um, there are thicker condoms mm -hmm. that, that, that desensitize a little bit. So you don't feel as much, um, I think they're like they're they're fucking off. sacrilegious. I think they're the worst thing in the world. <laughs> they don't cut your circulation off, but they're just no, 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 so just, you don't feel the sensation yeah. as much. Oh. So it's just, it's like it's like it's like wearing a rubber glove and then washing your hands in the sink <laughs> with a very thin glove or a thick glove to okay. where you can you can feel the pressure of the water, yeah. but you can't feel yeah. Maybe anything. you can work his way from no. I was gonna say that's actually that's else. a really good point. That's probably no. a direct thing that might yeah. be might be better. Get him a little um, tipsy. Little saran wrap. A little rubber band and saran wrap. <laughs> oh God, cockering. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. That will not help. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. Um, okay, on to the next one. Yeah. So my boyfriend and I have been together for four years. We're both twenty-one, and we're very open sexually. We're both bisexual, except for he's not out because he doesn't feel like he needs to be. So the other night, he confessed to me that. Over a year ago, he went on Grinder, and he met up with a man within walking distance after one night I didn't feel like having sex. He went on Grinder, he met up with this guy, and they jerked each other off, and it took him a year to tell me. Like I said, I'm very open sexually, and I am very, like, open with exploring your sexuality because he had only been with me sexually before. So if he would have just told me, I would have been okay with it, and we could have set our boundaries. But the fact that he didn't tell me is what disturbed me. And then he also told me that he had messaged one of our friends who is gay and likes my boyfriend and told him about this, and that he said that if your girlfriend isn't accepting of this, then she's wrong and that she's mean and that you shouldn't be with her. But the thing is, he has never told me, and that's the part that frustrates me. And apparently with that friend, they have also been sexting a lot and sending each other photos of their dicks. So I'm just kind of in a weird space where I would have been okay if he had told me, but it makes me uncomfortable that he didn't and that he took a year to tell me because he was scared that I was going to be upset, which to me, if you're scared that your partner is going to be upset, then that's a problem. Um, so yeah, I uh, just 
really don't know what to do. Some of my friends say it's cheating. And I sort of agree, but at the same time, if you would have just told me, I would have been okay with it. It's just the fact that he didn't tell me. And it also makes me wonder, what else is he hiding? Uh, this sounds like a communication issue because it all, it I, even though you say like, yes, I, I'm cool with this. If it wasn't a spoken about thing, like we all need to understand what the boundaries of our relationship is, especially nowadays with all mm-hmm. this, you know, there's polyamory, things like yeah. this. People have open relationships. It's to be, it needs to be a very specific conversation of like, this is what I'm comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Um, anything outside of this, I'm not comfortable yeah. with and there I'm not in for. There needs to be consent in a relationship in regards to everything. Like Correct. being like, I sign up for this. This is what yep. I expect to get out of it. The problem is, it sounds like there was no conversation like that. So he felt like it was cheating, but maybe he thought that it was okay with you. Mm-hmm. And then because it was with the opposite sex, he maybe felt like there was a little bit more leeway yeah. where it's not infringing on what you guys have. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think in a way, both sides are... Like he's he he could be justified if there was no conversation and that's the vibe you put out that you're okay with things like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's all specific to your relationship. I mean, you, mm-hmm. you guys have to deem what you find cool and what what you're not cool with, you know. Um, yeah. But you know, I I totally understand that him not telling you for a year. Um, also, it's probably a hard thing for him to be dealing with. Like as as you just mentioned, he's not out to a lot of people he yeah. knows. Um, so uh, it's definitely cheating though. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, uh, don't, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but here's the thing is you don't know the conversations they have. Like, as she said, she well, would have been totally okay with she it. She would have been. So, but, but, but I'm just saying that if those are vibes put off before then, if, if, uh, if I'm a guy and I understand that you're cool with it no. and then I do something stupid, it doesn't change the fact that it's Mm-mm. stupid, but it definitely, I didn't feel like it was a deal breaker. No, but vibes and a conversation are so different. But right. I'm just like, that's yeah. the thing. Like you can put out there, like I can put like, if we think about this, like I'm like, I am so, I'm so cool with people in open relationships. That's totally awesome. I'm completely supportive of that. And if I put out that vibe that I'm like completely chill with that. And then Mott gets a side girlfriend and he's like, well, no, I mean, you've always said that you're okay with that. But mm-hmm. it's like, but that's not what I want. Like I can be totally okay with something and support other people's decisions and still not want that for myself. Like I don't love chocolate. But that doesn't but like, sound like her. It, based on the based on that voice, it sounds like it, if it were a conversation, it sounds like that would be the yeah, way. The conversation, but, it, but was, there was no conversation. Yeah. That's my point. And yeah. that's the thing. It's like if no, there's no conversation, that. I think it is totally cheating. I think absolutely. The first thing that I like, you seem. Oh my god! I just like want to give you a hug because you seem you're being so fucking mature about this and like such the bigger person when you're not being met with that at all. And even just saying like he hooked up with this guy because like I didn't want to have sex that night. That's you didn't come up with that. Like he told you that, and that's a justification. And this whole thing is a justification. And I am all for exploring your sexuality and that's what he's doing, but you didn't consent to be in a relationship in which he's going to do that. And yeah, the fact that this is what he's told you and this, gosh, it's so fucking hard to get this through to guys. And like, this is like my number, my number one thing is honesty and all of that. And it's, I will never, and I've said this to like Mots and every guy I've ever dated where I'm like, I'm never mad at you for what you do. I am mad when you lie about it. If you had told me you could have done something so, so, so terrible. If you tell me about it that night, or you tell me what happened and you apologize, we can work through that. But if I find out on my own 
then my brain goes, well, if this is what I'm finding out, what are you, what's in your secret fucking deep, dark vault that you're hiding from me? You don't want to know. Be- <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah, but I mean, it's just, it represents a level of like mistrust. And that's something that I have found really, really, really hard to build back. And especially with this wasn't an isolated incident. Like he then was like sexting your friend, which first of all, fuck your friend. That's like, mm-hmm. that's so fucked up. Like that's, that's not being a team player for anyone. And like, I've even, okay, I've definitely been guilty of the fact that like, I have, I have friends, I have, I have friends who are, who are queer. And when they are like hooking up with somebody who is like in the closet and like has a girlfriend, my automatic like instinct is to be like, Oh fuck, that sucks. And I f- feel like I'm giving them more leeway, but I'm like, no, you know what? Like you're still aiding in someone right. cheating. And that's not okay. But like whatever my your sexual sin- orientation is, it's not totally right. Yeah. And like, I'm still, it doesn't make it any better. Yeah. Although I, it may feel better. Like I said, it may yeah. feel, for him. He justifies it as, Oh, opposite well, sex. Cause you feel guilty. Of the, like there's a, there's that, there's, you can have this bias of being like, yeah. well, this is a struggle like that. He's not out and he's like dealing with all of that stuff, but like, this is your feelings and everything like that. And that still doesn't make it okay. I think you need to have a conversation with your friend about it immediately. And I need, you need to have a conversation with your boyfriend and be like, Hey, I would have been okay with all of this. And I think right this, I don't see this ending here. I see this as kind of like, he really, and he's, it's totally deserved that he wants to explore his sexuality and figure all of that out. And I think that this is the time for him to do that, but it's not the time for you to be there waiting while he does that, because it's just always going to have started from a lie. Do you know what I mean? Like it's never going to have started from like a conversation that you two had of him exploring this and you being supportive. It's going to have started from a lie of him hiding it from you. And I think you need to be like, take your time, do your thing. I'm going to go do my thing. Like let's have some time apart. And then yeah, sure. Maybe you'll get back together. Maybe all of that. But I, I don't think that if this is what you found out or he told you, it's not, the worst stuff yeah. it's all it, it can all it can always get worse like that whole phrase like oh it's only up from here no 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 it can always get worse we are deviant creatures men sexually deviant yeah very you sinister are. and deviant um <laughs> it's creepy as fuck it is um but it is kind of true uh i had a i had a thought and i oh oh um, and in the words of one of my favorite jujitsu instructors, you done fucked up a long time ago. No, in the sense that, that that's something that I think we all learn the hard way at some point is for next time, there needs to be a discussion of boundaries in the relationship pretty mm-hmm. early on of what we're comfortable with. You know, that, that, that kind of common thing that when you're on a date and a guy's like, Hey, I don't want anything serious. Or the girl says, Hey, I don't want, or Hey, I'm into this to mm-hmm. figure out where we go. And like that, that there's communication is so important because just trying to, pick up on someone's intentions or, or what they're cool with or not based on what their actions are. It's not effective because no. we all, we all jump all over the board with how we act and what mm-hmm. we say. And, um, it needs to be a, a conversation. That being said, uh, I don't think what he did was necessarily correct, but you have to determine whether that's something that you are comfortable dealing with either in the future or, um, you know, if you think that he's not going to do it again, that's just boundaries that you need to set for yourself because that's advice that based on our own relationships, we'll give the advice that applies to us. Yeah. Um, you only know what you're comfortable with and what you believe in. So yeah, you got to kind of trust your gut and, uh, and go where you go with it. Yeah. So yeah. that's fine. I wonder if, um, she's hooking up with girls too and telling, that was going to be my question. Telling him. Yeah. 
That was know. that was what what I said early on, where you go, we don't know the whole situation right. because yeah, with their monogamy. I'm, yeah, I'm saying exactly, yeah. and maybe maybe it's okay if she she hooks up with girls, but not guys. Like, th- there's no way mm-hmm. to know unless she's yeah. sitting right here, and you know. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. yeah, I also think that yeah, there just there needed to have been a conversation, and you mm. have to determine now: is it too late to have that conversation, mm. or can you still have that conversation? And could these actions could he still do this again and could you be okay with it or does this leave a bad enough taste in your mouth that it's like you know i would have been cool with it if this had been brought up originally but i'm not going to be able to be cool with it so you need to not do it and then i also like i as much as i like i just don't see that being really like a huge likelihood like i think if he's like he's clearly needs to figure out his own stuff right now um and if you're not cool with him doing that I think he's going to probably do it regardless. So absolutely, that yeah. was going to be my thing. Is it? Is it's kind of like a? Uh, uh, <laughs> it's a terrible analogy. You know the little uh, tablecloths under the tea uh, arrangement, and then people pull it out really mm-hmm. quick in the tea, and then trying to put that blanket back. Yeah. Can't do it. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> you know I what like I mean? That, I like. That do you know a what lot. I mean? Though yeah, it's like once once sense. you pull it out, it's kind of, it's really di- you might be able to do it, but it's really difficult once that door. My parents always growing up, we had this yeah. analogy that one there's certain things in life that once you open the door to. You can never fully shut it. You can kind of close it and you can yeah. get it cracked, but that door is always open, mm-hmm. you know, and it's always, it's, it's very difficult to close. And that's one of those things that, that once you do it, it's kind of in your brain yeah. and now it's easy to justify doing it again. Cause, Oh, Hey, I've already done it. You know, whether the boundaries are what they are. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and also trust is like that where you, if you lose trust, it's really difficult to build it back up. Yes, you can, but it takes a long time. And is that something you're willing to stick out? That's going to be some uh, decision that you have to make. Yeah. So I love when I look around, and I see all the girls in the room going, <laughs> just, yeah, you're like, yeah, please. <laughs> <Got it. Yes. laughs> uh, but God, it, it, it'll, it'll get better and it will get worse before it gets better. But, um, you got to just make those decisions because like sitting and waiting around is not going to do anything except make you like fucking hate him. Mm. and want to strangle him in his sleep. Mm. Been there. Okay. I'm just staring at him. Yeah. Fuck you. Stop breathing. Plug his nose and plug his mouth. I used to do that with my cauliflower. That's why it's good. That's because he snored. And so I would and just then like lean you over. Go, and then <laughs> yep. I've been there too. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. Big Maddie just Is kicks me. Time for a break? Mm-hmm. Okay. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be back, guys. Okay, everybody. Hey, it's me again. Surprise, surprise. She's back. This episode of Don't Blame Meme Pod is brought to you by me. And what am I doing to my own penis? What should I be doing? Should I be slurping or slurping my lightly caressing it with your tongue? I'm lightly caressing my penis with my tongue. It's just, it's just Rosa licking her arm, realizing it's not loud enough. Being like, I need to breathe. I need to get some sound of it. I know. There's not really like a tongue. That's not really no licking. That's sucking. Yeah, you're right. Licking, you can't really make a noise. I'm gonna. We should stop trying. (laughs) It's pretty fucking gross. Um. Well, guys. Yeah. Hey, what's up? Look at this nice little ad break for me to talk about us. Great. Awesome. Cool. Um, if you guys are new to the podcast, um, or maybe if you're just a couple episodes behind Mott's babe talking about you, um, you might not know that we now have an Instagram account. Don't blame me pod. <laughs> also looks like don't blah, blah. meme pod. Uh, so follow us there. 
Uh, also, I think it'd be fun if we did maybe like a live there one time. We did some, maybe we did a Q and A. Maybe I make mm-hmm. you take, maybe I make Melissa take over one day. You guys Ooh. can ask her questions. I'll be like, what's it like to work with Megan? She's a cunt. I love Megan. So much. Oh. Oh. Uh, so follow us there and you can see not only when there's new episodes out, uh, you can see when there's new videos released and um, all that stuff. So follow to stay updated. And you can also tag us when you're listening and watching the episodes. That makes me V happy. And uh, we also have our lovely, lovely website redesigned by me when I was procrastinating, doing a bunch of other stuff that I haven't done yet that I just got an email about, yo, have you done any of that stuff yet? No, but like a month ago, dude. I know. Um, But yeah, check out our website. It's uh, pretty great. Pretty cool. You can find out where to listen, subscribe there. Obviously iTunes. We also have the videos that go up on there. If you're not on YouTube, which how are you not on YouTube? Subscribe on YouTube. And you can also find all of Melissa and I's links there. So if you've ever been wondering, I mean, we have been our show notes, but if you ever wanted to like find a hub to be like, I wonder what they posted on Instagram today and Twitter and all the other stuff. Let me get a link to SoundCloud. Check it out. Don't blame me dot show. And also guys, we are going to be going through a little revamp coming up. So any of you graphic designers out there, if you guys want to help us out by um, maybe doing a new logo, that would be awesome. If you guys want to email us, meganpodcast at gmail.com. We would love to see your work. I mean, you don't have to like make us a logo and then say no, no, like no. it. Just send Please us your don't, portfolio. Yeah, don't, don't do make that. us a logo first. No, 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 no. Yeah. You you guys have lives, don't you? I mean, you do have lives. Nice. Follow us on Instagram. Buy my book. Buy, buy my merch. Dropmarty.com. Cool, guys. Keep listening to the episode. Do you guys want Don't Blame Me merch? <gasps> yeah, guys. Let us know. And also... <laughs> would you want one? How 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 PG would you want the merch? Yeah. Do you want it about therapy and masturbation, or do you want it to be like a little less about therapy and masturbation? Because we've we've got some ideas. We do a couple of which involve therapy and masturbation. Mm-hmm. Just feel like yeah, it'd be it'd be it'd be fun. So let us know what you would like to see. Is it shirts? Is it pop sockets? Is pop it socket notepads? Hmm. Hmm. Don't blame me. You send that up to your page. It's like a stamp yeah. that you just put on every fucking paper you have and you submit it. And at the end, it's like, don't blame me. Maybe that'll help your grade. <laughs> Probably not. I had a dream about college last night. Why don't I remember it? Weird. It just like made me think of college. Okay. Well, cool guys. Back to the episode. Okay, guys, we are back from break. We're ready to hop into more calls. Let's do it. Hey, Megan. I'm 22 years old and I recently got out of a really bad relationship in June. Um, I met a guy after that who was divorced around the same time that I broke up with my ex. He's also 22. Um, We've basically moved in with each other and we're actually going to be getting our own apartment together in November. Um, We've also recently discussed getting married. So here's a little bit of a backstory. Obviously, he's been divorced. Um, I've been engaged. I was actually supposed to be married next week to my ex. Um, we've discussed this. We both know about each other's, um, exes and relationships and all. Um, but I don't want to rush things. I do very much want to get married to him. And I told him, um, you know, I'm fine with it being sooner than later, but I definitely don't want to rush him into things. Um, especially since he has actually been through the process of being married and falling in love with someone and leaving them. Uh, I was just wondering if you could offer some advice on how to 
handle this, how to discuss with him maybe more seriously and what you think we should do. Oh my God. Honey, you need to slow your slow fucking the roll. the fuck down. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Now, how here. long have they been dating? June. Holy she, shit. That's when she broke up with her yeah. ex-fiance in June and they met around the same time. So Slow the fuck down. It, a lot of, now, now, I grew up in a very Christian family, which is very mm-hmm. like kind of old school when it comes to like, you meet someone, you get married, things like that. So I completely understand if you've grown up in a family like that, where that is the next step or that is, you know, LA is a, is a place or Southern California in general is a pretty liberal place and a mm-hmm. place where marriage is becoming less of a, um, a less of a necessity. Um, and I think, which is, which is interesting because you put more priority on where the relationship is. And if you get to that point, yes, there's a lot of benefits to being married, but it's not a necessity. Like it's not something that you have to do, uh, in this amount of time. And in this is my opinion. I completely understand. Everyone thinks differently. Um, so I don't think it's a rushing thing. And I, it's this sort of thing like, okay, we were talking about this the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, we're dating a year. Okay. Next step is moving in a next step. You don't, everybody's steps are different and you don't need these steps. Mm-hmm. Um, every couple's different. Now I understand there's, there's money benefits to living together and all these things, but it shouldn't necessarily make your relationship stronger right away. Like let it progress naturally. Yeah. Uh, there are a lot of other life factors that happen in addition to, um, just the relationship. So I understand, you know, moving in together and things like that, but slow down. I mean, you're yeah. 22 and, and everyone that I've talked to, I'm, I'm 21. So I'm young, but all, most of my friends are older. Like one of my mm-hmm. good friends, I just worked with him. His name is Jeff. He, uh, he's 40, your idol. 46. Yeah. Jeff's awesome. Leo's and idol. I love talking to people like him where he's like, dude, the guy that I was at 21, yeah, it's not the guy I was at 25, not the guy that I was at 30. And it's not like you ever hit that point of reaching your maximum maturity. It's ever changing. Mm-hmm. So uh, you can't you can't possibly fucking know what you want at 22. Yeah. You can't. And I'm the first one to say that. I know what I want right now, but I know it's not going to be what I want in, mm-hmm. necessarily in a relationship. It's just life happens. And, and the goal is to be open to maturing and things like that. And just don't get locked down so early if you don't have to, you know. Um, but again, to each his own. Yeah, I think if anything, you both of you have been in this situation before. And I think that that should be kind of like a, a warn, word of caution to be like, let's actually slow it down. And you were saying, you're like, I don't really want to rush things, but I'd rather do it sooner than later. It I'm like, sounds no, like it, you are. It sounds like you want to, you're on this and kind maybe of kids, timeline. Maybe, maybe kids are something that you, you, you know, maybe that's the driving yeah, factors. Like, you want to have kids. And now and and here's the thing. That's not how you and I think, but a yeah. lot of people think that way in the sense that that's their life goal. But and the, that would not bashing it. No, but. not at all. I think there's, it's great. But at the same time, if you were already engaged to somebody and he was already in love with somebody, you both married. already, yeah, married, you both already saw that future with somebody else yep. and it crashed and burned and you were done and you were done moving on to someone a month later like how do you know that's not going to happen again correct the only seems like a bit of a prevailing theme here yeah and like you you don't want to be that you don't want to be the ross of your friend group like friends (laughs) been divorced that many times and i will say like mots and i our relationship we it is we just we just passed our three-year anniversary and our relationship, the first year we were dating, is completely different than the second year and completely different than the third year. Yeah, none change. is better or worse, but also like this timeline thing, you don't have to, exactly like you're saying, you don't have to check those boxes off. And I've talked about my friends about moving in with their significant others that I was like, honest to God, it's not something. Why? 
Yeah, it's not it's not a checklist thing that you're like, okay, well now I've been dating for two years. So we have to live together for this many years before we get engaged. I'm like, no, you don't have to live with every boyfriend you've ever had no. for that. I mean, you should no. live with the person that you're like, you know, I really think it's going to be you. Not be like, hey, let's live together and see, maybe it'll be you. Because, it creates like, a codependent ugh, mentality, which yeah. is, is, is unhealthy to... Um, everyday life. If you're completely codependent, now it's a-okay to be codependent on someone for situations and things like that. But your goal as a person is to be self-sufficient, independent, mm-hmm. and be able to work for yourself, make make your own money. You know, I, I guarantee you that kind of living will make give you the most confidence. Yeah. Right? You move into someone premature, move in with someone prematurely, uh, it creates this codependent mentality where it, very old-fashioned now, mm-hmm. uh, where man may make the money and, and it creates this kind of dynamic in my opinion that could be not beneficial to yeah growing and for both people what happened in the like getting over like a broken engagement you you haven't had any time to heal like there's no there's that none of that has happened yet like there isn't any of that and I don't know whose side it was on that the engagement was broken whether it was like mutual or maybe you guys had been engaged for a while but I just think there's never any harm in waiting any longer at all at all and like maybe you're not having sex maybe there's other factors that make you want to get together quicker Mm -hmm. but if this is the person you want to spend the rest of your life with you want to spend like 75 years with this person four years two years a year is so small in the grand scheme of things Mm -hmm. if you can't wait a year to have sex with somebody or you can't wait a year before you get married and it's the like being like we have to get married now otherwise it's not worth it then it's more about the actual idea of getting married than it is about that person because if you want to be that person forever your relationship with them and your love is only going to like grow bigger and stronger and get better and you'll go through hard times and stuff but I mean you're only gonna you're gonna continue to be together but if you if it's like if you don't like tie this down in this amount of time that I'm done, how much do you really care about that person? That being said, that's the side that I agree on. I'm just going to speak the other side and think about it. This is a very new mentality, what we're talking about. Grandparents, I bet all of your grandparents got married at 19, 20 years old and stayed married for 50 or 60 years. Yeah. That's just the way things were done. Now it's very old fashioned. They did not get divorced. But Don't know if they divorced. were happy. No, I know, but I'm saying that, that, yeah. that what we're pitching, which is like, wait a couple years, that's a very, this is a very new, mm-hmm. new age kind of thinking, which is, I agree with, because yeah. I'm about my happiness. I want to be happy. Um, and, but back in the day, people just made it work. So I'm saying that there's two sides, like you may be very old fashioned in that sense mm-hmm. and go, you know what? I'm going to cling to someone. But based on the fact that you both have already almost, I mean, he's, sounds like he's had mm-hmm. a failed marriage and then you have uh, yeah. almost got married. It probably isn't a great thing because uh, yeah. it sounds like a failing theme here. I would just be so careful because of that. And also do you, if rushing into getting married, then you're like, are you cool? If like he wants to get divorced immediately, like after you never want to talk somebody into doing something that they're not ready or comfortable with yet. And I've said this before, like any next step in a relationship and a relationship in general, it's so much more about you than it is about like the right person. Yep. It's about, am I ready to be married? Am yep. I wanting this? If he doesn't want that, no matter how fucking great he is or how much he loves you, it's not going to work yep. because that's not what he wants. And he's not going to prioritize that if totally. that's not his goal. Totally. I don't agree with that. I had a family member that got married at 19, divorced at 21, and then remarried at 26, and been married for 30 years. So, yeah. I mean, it's it, you, you do never know. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
uh, be wise about it. Don't rush yeah. into some. It's not worth it. And I understand the only, in my opinion, the only pressing factor is like your biological clock. Yeah. But that you're 22. That's what I'm saying. You're 22. And the way technology is going, that clock is getting, I'm saying that clock is getting like higher and higher in age. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm saying that that even that's not a pressing factor. So you can't give me one valid reason you have to get married right now. No, it's true. Or even move in together. Yeah. Yeah. You don't, you're 22. And also not that I'm saying like, maybe if you're, if you've really come to terms with like your, I'm not here to like shame anybody or anything like that, but like, I'm not saying you should feel like embarrassed about like the broken engagement and things like that. But like, if you, if, if, if that didn't affect you and that like, you're super cool with like moving you on may not really value quickly. It that much. Yeah. Like it might just be, be more about the title than it is about the relationship exactly. And him as a person. Um, and yeah, just like fucking wait, like wait mm. it out. And in wait the, it wait it the fuck in out in the words of uh maddie my girlfriend's uh mother live your life be <laughs> young have fun that's a good <laughs> one was, uh, you've gotten was, uh, very good at british accents Nah, it was not even very good that this was, was pretty great. good this was drunken her, her name's sal we call her big sal it's just her nickname <laughs> it's just her nickname's very endearing but that. this is drunken big sal back on the way from the pub just oh. live your life have fun yeah it was good but anyway oh. that's yeah just just yeah. be young don't don't rush in anything you know mm-hmm. life's too short yeah yeah I fully agree with that. Life is too short to be stupid. Mm-hmm. Which I'm stupid a lot, too. All the time, I am. All the time. All the time. You'd think we'd learn. Nope. Never. Nope. Never. Don't blame me. Uh, don't blame me. Okay. On to the next. So I am shaking mad after finding something um, in mine and my boyfriend's bathroom. Um I'm 22, he's 24, we've been together for six years, we've been living together for two, and then before that, like, I was, like, constantly um, staying with him long-term, like, between apartments and stuff like that, Um, so we have a very comfortable relationship, and we're very open when it comes to sex and blah, 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 and about maybe, like, a year ago, I found a pocket pussy um i had just come back from a trip we had friends over and i saw it you know upstairs and came downstairs kind of you know whispered in his ear you know cool you know cool pocket pussy like glad that you weren't alone while i was gone or you know something sarcastic but didn't really get to say how i felt because of the situation we were in And then, you know, later on, it just didn't feel like it was appropriate to really bring it up. Just, I don't know. I don't know. Because I wasn't, it it didn't happen then. Like, I lost my chance, it felt like. Um, But then some, you know, weeks later, we talked about it. And um, he had said that we, he bought it while we, like, broke up, which was literally for, like, two days because he was being an asshole, basically. Um, and he told me that it was um, on sale and, you know, all, all these excuses. I went and looked it up. Like, he specifically got, like, some porn star's model, and it wasn't a sale. It was, like, buy the pussy, get the butthole for free kind of thing. Found the butthole piece in, you know, one of our drawers. And I was just grossed out, felt so grossed out by it. He ended up throwing them away. Well, I did, with his permission. Um, 
And then months later, I found another one. Like, he had bought another one. And now it's coming to the point where we haven't had sex in six months, but he's using this pocket pussy. And it hurts me to my core. Like, I don't care about masturbation. I don't care about any of that. But he's on a medication that apparently is making him incompetent. But really, he is able to get it up for this toy. And I really don't know how to handle it. And I don't know how to go about it. So I would really, really love your help because I'm just so personally offended that I'm not thinking clearly. And I obviously can't really talk to anybody about it because it's personal and it's about, you know, his personal stuff. So oh my God. she ran out of time. I want to give uh... her a fucking huge hug. No, but here's the thing. No. Okay. Think about the last part of that. If you take away the beginning part, the last part of it is they haven't had sex in six months because he's saying the medication that he's on is making it so he's like, is can't perform or isn't super horny. And then she finds this. So she's unsatisfied sexually. He bought another one. He He bought bought a new one. one. Mm -hmm. So that means that. Yeah, he's probably using it. So yeah, I guess I'll respond to the first part of it in like, like who, who cares yeah. about that? That's the that's my opinion on that. But if it's oh sorry, if it's um it's affecting your guys's relationship, that's different. Mm-hmm. But um, still, it's such a minor thing to be able to to be to get in the middle of things. It's, it sounds like there's a lot more going on. I think, and I think that's the thing. Like I'm I'm so cool and totally fine with like masturbation and all that stuff. And like I'll get myself off. I don't care if Mons gets himself off. But if it's like one of those things of being like oh. Okay, cool. Like, yeah, I was on my period or I wasn't horny or anything like that. But if it's like, oh, we're both home, we're both down, you haven't come on to me and instead you're just going to do this. And then like later on, if I'm coming on to you, you're like not super in the mood. That's the issue. And Mm -hmm. I think that's the issue what's happening here is it's like she if it was a conversation of her being like, oh, I feel like I have a higher sex drive than you and I really want to have like sex more than you and all that stuff. And he was like, yeah, no, you're right. Like that's like, like fine, you're fine, go for it. And like she has a vibrator and like all of those things versus, I mean, if so it's, no, stupid, other way. If it, it was like he, if he had a higher sex drive than her mm. and was telling her and yeah. she was like, you know, I really can't I keep can't up get, with that. Yeah, yeah. And then he got that. And so he was masturbating more because of yeah. it. But the issue is, is that, He's they're not having sex because of the medication that he's on that's like affecting his performance, but he's able to get off with this, which I'm not necessarily saying he's lying about the performance like issues, but I completely would also be so offended of being like, you can't get hard for like my vagina, but you can get hard for a pocket pussy of a porn star. Yeah. Cause and and we've had a most controversial episode with Taylor, which if you ever want to listen to that one, you should listen to it. It's a good oh, one. Well, I've heard it. I think you haven't. Yep, no, nope, heard nope, it. never. I've never fucking yep. listened to it. It's our most controversial what episode. Was uh, it was about controversial issues in uh, the U.S. right now. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I mean, it is interna- it spans internationally. Um, uh, honestly, real quick though, what what is the episode oh, it's about? about, like, about what, porn. Oh, and if damaging or not yeah. damaging. Oh, and fascinating. So yeah, we, I will we, actually We have a very, which was enlightening for both of us because both of us are very like liberal in our views. Mm. Um, it, and we have what we thought was a really common take on it. And it so, so, so wasn't. And so this is kind of, I would say is, this is where I draw the line with things like that 
is it's this is when it's affecting your relationship. Yeah, I don't think masturbation and porn affect relationships all the time. I don't think can, relationships though. are doomed, but I think there's a potential. And when there's a potential, that doesn't mean you're crazy. It doesn't mean you're psycho. It like that is something that does need to be addressed then. Like if it's fucking up your sex life. I have a simple fix. Why don't you really? use it on him? Well, I, I mean, I know it's not I'm, the same, but like, like in it, work it into if it's that big of a thing to him. Yeah. Obviously, it's an uncomfortable subject to talk about. Yeah, but you like, like why don't we try working it in? Like, there yeah. there are options if if that's what he's into because everyone's got a weird kind of. Everyone's tick. got kinks. Yeah, everyone's got kinks. Maybe yeah. that's his kink. So instead of. Uh, and I don't know if this is what you're doing. And also, I apologize for laughing early on because I I, I, I thought it was going one way and, yeah. then, and then we flipped around and there there is a legitimate issue. So I don't mean to, to demean your situation. Um, but everyone's got their own kinks. And instead of maybe going, this is gross. It's just a fucking toy. This is weird. Mm -hmm. um, try to maybe, maybe um, be a little cooler with it and, and try work it in together. Yeah. I mean, that's, well, it, you I know. think it needs to be a conversation between you guys and it needs to be like, this is about your sex life together, not just him getting off. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like, if this is the only way that he can get off and this is a new thing, you guys have had sex before. This wasn't like, you didn't necessarily sign up for a guy who you're not going to be able to have sex with. And he's just going to get off with this. Yeah. So I think if you can like bring it up the conversation and just be like, and I just like want to talk about it because like, I don't have a penis. I don't understand the fact that like for the last six months, we haven't been having sex because you can't get it up. And for me, but you're able to for this. So please tell me why, because this all, and there might be like a super, like I would be the exact same way. I'd be like, just tell me like what it is. Like I don't, because this just makes me feel inadequate and mm -hmm. makes like, and I want to know what I can do. And if there are other things that like are turning you on that you feel uncomfortable asking for, and it's a longer process because medication does affect does. your your sex drive and things like that. Yeah. But it's also, to me, that's the confusing part that it's like, well, if he wants to, maybe it's the thing of like, he got it and he really, his libido's low, but, or he like gets horny and he's like having a hard time, like keeping it up and doesn't want to be embarrassed in front of you. And is kind of using this as like a practice thing, but you guys need to have that conversation and tell him that it hurts you because I don't think that that was his goal. Um, except granted the fact that he bought it, like when they were broken up for two days to me, I'm kind of just like, Oh shit, that's like, and then bought another one. Yeah. yeah it's, it's a little shady. It, um, sex is something that you have to work at in a relationship. Yeah. It, it becomes stale. It can very easily become stale, especially after a year. You guys are having sex all the time. Like it can get stale. Mm -hmm. So it could also be a situation of miss, like we said, miscommunication when, Maybe in his mind it's gotten stale and this is something new and it's not cheating, but it's, 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 you know, it's something new that, you know, yeah. so there might have to be a conversation of like, what can we bring to this? Like, like I said, use it on him. Try yeah, there's, there's things to do. Exactly. And you're in this situation, you are being the bigger person, which is not, not ideal. You'd want ideally both people to be like, Hey, look, this is what's happening. Let's figure out how to fix this. But if you have to put on the shoes for, for something and, and try mm -hmm. and fix it, if you really want to fix it, it's worth trying to in, incorporate yourself into whatever he's doing. Yeah. Um, instead of necessarily judging the object and it's very, it, like, it might feel very shameful as a guy. Yeah. Using I mean, I would be these. so mad. I would, I would be like her. I'd be so mad because you'd be frustrated. You feel inadequate. Yeah. And, and that's, that's the thing. Shit. You just yeah. make it about you, yeah. which is, I don't, there's nothing wrong with that, but I think that's just kind of what the automatic instinct is. Totally. And he's not 
he's not thinking about not in a bitchy way, but do I mean like he's not, it's not, he's not trying to offend you, but that's just where your mind's going to go. It's where my mind would go. Mm. And I, yeah, I think you have to have the conversation with him, talk about it and see how much he wants to work at your sex life together. Mm. And if it's like, he's kind of like, okay with not and being like, well, this is just what I'm going to do. I also really hope like you're still getting yours. <laughs> like, uh, what, and like that's with him because intimacy is super important in a relationship and you guys, and she said at the beginning that they're open sexually and like all yeah. like they're with all that stuff in those conversations. So I think you need to have those. And I've had those tough conversations with like boyfriends and stuff of being like, okay, we're going to talk about your penis right now. And mm-hmm. like, not in a sexy way. And like, we're going to have this conversation. It's like, people will get uncomfortable, but you're otherwise you're just going to be like so livid and so mad. And he, yeah, I think he also probably is just trying to avoid the conversation. You guys need to have it. And wherever that goes, who knows, but like, yeah, you have to see how much you're, he's going to try and work on your sex life too. Like including with you, you know? Yeah. Six months. Oh, my brain goes to this random story that's kind of related, not really related. It's a bit of a segue. Uh, there's a thing called a tenga egg. Yeah. Oh. Do you know what it is? It's mm-hmm. like a little. It's like a little silicone. What egg. did we talk about this with? Me, because yeah, but when? so uh, th- my pitch would be to get one of those because it's kind of in between like a pachmus is like this big contraption. Like that's like kind of a reusable thing. Uh, I was working on a show, and as a rap gift, oh, one of oh, the yeah, actors yeah, yeah, on yeah. the show, uh, we were all like 16, and then the other guy that was he was probably 35, and yeah. he thought it'd be funny to buy us all tang eggs. We're all like prepubescent, super horny teenagers, and so as like a rap gift for one of the seasons, he bought us all tanga tanga eggs. That's a good rap gift. It's a great rap gift, except for his uh, his now wife uh, thought it would be, you know, polite to go tell our moms that, you know, that's what we that's what he got us for which a rap gift, which does. you're 16. So, yeah, but but in a way like, oh, it's it's funny. We just got him yeah. like masturbation devices and like <laughs> there's nothing more shameful than like 16. What'd your mom say? Uh, she never addressed it, yeah, but one I day, could, so I one day, this is a great, this it. is a great, uh, thing. Their catchphrase is, uh, different strokes for different yolks or different something, something yolks. along those lines. Cause it's, Cause an, it's egg. an egg. So oh. they say like different strokes for instead of I folks, like, yolks. Like a, okay. um, one day down the, and I, my, my dad's just this classic individual. I mean, walk through the house, butt ass naked cooking, things like that. And so I was at home and I was like, he goes, uh, do you want to eat sushi or do you want to eat Thai? And I go, Oh, we'll do Thai food. And he goes, Hey, you know what they say? And as he's walking away naked, different strokes for different yolks down the hallway. <gasps> oh my God. And I just sat oh, there in my own senses, just going, Oh, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> oh my terrible. God. So I thought that was pretty funny. But, That's um, so good. Also, yeah. if you want a visual to what Leo's parents look like, because it's fucking iconic, <laughs> look on his Instagram. It's amazing. Yeah, they're, they're two of my favorite people. Oh, your they're mom texted me people. on my birthday. Happy birthday. Oh, my mom loves you. I my love mom your mom. Loves you. I'm yeah. upset. Literally your entire birthday. It was like me hanging out. My dad just, my dad just, he <laughs> knows you, you and he's just like, Megan, Megan, who? Oh, Megan. Yeah. yeah every yeah, time Megan. he kept being like, Morgan, Hi, and he's like, kidding, Megan, <laughs> I know you. And then he gives me like a noogie. <laughs> and I'm like, I love this. I want he's them to adopt me. It's great. Okay. Um. Well, shit. I think that's, that's, that's that question. I would mm. love an update on this one selfishly. Yeah. Um, we would really love an update on this one mm-hmm. so badly. Uh, please. And I feel like she was very honest with this. So I feel like she was good on you, you. Can you do an update? Like I would love to know what happens and just don't tell your boyfriend you call him to the podcast. 
time for a producer's corner, which someone who's been on the fucking podcast yet still does not understand the concept of this goddamn podcast. You just just know that. I know. I know producers. You you watch This Is Us and you don't listen to the podcast. I stopped. I fell off. Thank God. I fell off. Thank God. I'm on Shameless now. Yeah, yeah, I know. You told me. I fucking love that show. It's wonderful. You are a This Is Us boy because you're cancer. Yeah. Oh, I wept like a... Loves like a, the feelings. I love the feels. Loves the feels. I love feeling feelings. You do? Yeah. You do? Yeah, yeah. I hate... Being angry. I being hate, hate feelings. But you, the so problem is, whenever so I experience much. emotion like that, in a weird way, it's satisfactory and it makes me happy and then it automatically cheers me back up. So if I'm angry, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll blow out angry. and I'm like, ooh, this feels good. And yeah. then all of a sudden I'm happy it's and I'm cathartic. like, shit, I mean, I'm angry. I'm, yeah. I have to be angry still. So, yeah. But, no, uh, I hate feelings. It's a good feelings. problem, I think, because it, it, it all leads back to happiness. Uh, yeah. I but, don't yeah. like feelings. If that works for you. I shut everything work. down immediately. Yeah, I, I don't. I'll be like, whoa, no. I also, I get mopey. I get a little, I get a little, and I, I, mm-hmm. I, I that's been an effort of mine is to kill that side of me because yeah. that's not a great quality. Yeah. Especially for problem solving in a relationship when you just yeah, get quiet. Just and like, time and I'm punishing you by being quiet. <laughs> and uh, Maddie's like, stop being a little bitch. Just tell me what to do. <laughs> Fun. Uh, yeah. That's so good. So, that's good. so uh, this is where mm-hmm. Melissa will pick either her favorite call, a call back, or somebody who is calling with their own advice from a previous episode. So what do we got? We've got somebody calling with advice from a previous episode. Are they so, correcting me in a mean way? No, oh, they're not cool. correcting you. They're just sharing their own insight on nice. something. So this is from the episode with Lily, the most recent episode okay. with Lily, um, from the caller that she was Muslim and her <gasps> and her boyfriend yes. have been um, dating for four and a half years, but they were sneaking around behind their parents' mm-hmm. back, but they wouldn't get engaged soon. Yeah. So this is someone is that's- boyfriend not muslim is that no no he is is, but they were dating in high school Mm -hmm. and then their parents caught them and they were like you have to break up you're not allowed to date got it Mm -hmm. and then they didn't actually break up and they kept secretly dating all through college now and now they like are talking about engagements Mm -hmm. and her parents think that she broke up with this guy in high school and that she's single yeah and so she's like how do i Mm -hmm. i know okay so this is me responding to that muslim's girl with the family who doesn't really let her date So here's the thing. In Islam, you're technically not supposed to, I guess, really date. But because of nowadays, you know, people, you know, people want to date who they want to marry. So some parents are, you know, lenient about it. But unfortunately, some parents are not. And this is more of a cultural thing now. Um, So here's the thing. I believe that possibly she should say, oh, yes they did break it off but then um he was in college with her and they accidentally had a class together and she realized she wants to be with him or like date him or whatever and i don't know i feel like that would just be like a really good kind of answer question why i don't know because i feel like if she were to say she lied about what she did the parents would not be happy they'd be they would just they would just not be happy at all. And I don't think they'd be accepting of, you know, their relationship. And I know, like, no matter what, like, you can do whatever you want. But it's it's just so controversial because obviously you guys don't get this because it's a cultural thing. And it's okay that you don't get it. But, like, it's just things are different. and. 
So, yeah, I think that she should, you know, try with my answer, possibly. Um, yeah. Sick. I love that. That was like Lily and I's biggest thing when we were giving advice. We were like, we really don't understand like the culture behind all of it and like the rules specifically. Right. So, yeah, and- I think that's a good it's a good lie. If that's I think if that's like a good in between mm-hmm. of that. Yeah, it's it, it's so hard because it's a total cultural difference, yeah. especially between parents like now or in, in sort of the culture mm-hmm. that most of us grew up in. Um, it's like once you turn 18, like you do your thing, yeah. your parents, you, they can have their input and you listen to them or you don't listen to them. Where it sounds like in that culture, it's it's a bit different. And, yeah. and maybe when you get married, that's when that sort of opinion mm-hmm. uh, falls off a bit. So it's hard to speak on things like that yeah. because yeah, that's, it's a completely different lifestyle and we only know what we know. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. yeah, I only know what I would do, which is not something that would probably work out for these yeah. people's lives. I say preserve all the relationships mm-hmm. as much as possible. And I think knowing, hearing that and then hearing something like her input on this culture specifically, then you have to make the decision and she should make it. And I, and I think it's a good one of being like, find the happy medium in which sure, maybe, everybody's not totally a hundred percent like happy with it. And maybe it's not like the total truth, but it's going to preserve your current relationship and your relationship with your parents. Like, yeah, we had a lot of calls on this um, for people calling, giving their own insight. And one caller did say that part of it is that once he decides that he wants to marry her, his parents have to call her parents to ask the permission. Oh, and his so, parents know. And his parents know. Shit. Yeah. Well, you know, rope them in. Make Bring them flowers. Make them a nice dinner and be like, I need you to do a solid for me. Mm-hmm. I need you to. And they'll get, I mean, they're also, they, hopefully they'll also understand that and be like, could you do me a solid? Or does he have an older brother who's got a voice that sounds he like did, she, Well, she did say that they had, that he had siblings yeah. and, and the May, siblings. Yeah. Tradition's so hard. It is. Tradition's really, really difficult, you know? I think also maybe if you guys just lie well enough, maybe it's not, maybe you won't fully get away with it, but the effort in the lie, like, so my best, one of my best, it's totally not the same thing, but- one of my best friends, when we were stealing alcohol when we were a kid, like not like from her parents' house, and her she They'll came down the stairs. respect your entrepreneurial spirit, right? <laughs> she came down the stairs. She like was her dad came down the stairs just as she had grabbed a bottle, and he like looked at her as she like hit it behind his back, and he looked at her, and then he just like continued walking the other way, and it was one of those things of being like the fact he that saw she it, hit it behind her back. He's like, you know yeah, what? Yeah, he's like, I, you know what? I'm like, she know, like I, I see the effort she's putting in and he was just like, you know, I'm not, I'm going to choose to not see this or the same thing of like, friend, like when you don't necessarily tell your parents when you lost your virginity, but it's like, it's kind of one of those things of being like, you know what? Like, I'm just going to choose to not believe this and I'm going to choose to kind of believe and live in the fantasy that I want to. So I think if you can cast a big enough lie and get enough of that like even if they don't fully like see it as being a thing i think you can just like so megan rink says if you lie big enough um people will believe you yeah no and i think that's a good compromise of being like we met each other like we thought we met each other again in high school and i sounds like they just don't like the relationship though i mean i I, know it's just they're not supposed to date date at all all. no it's just Uh, there's no dating yeah you you get married got it and so that's the issue is that she's been dating and they already know that they've been dating so they're not gonna let them get married 
Well, no, and I think I mean, wait, we, based think on tradition, like you could. said, they, they, they could, could they could still, right? Yeah, yeah. they could say no, you yeah. can't get married. But I, yeah, I, I think if you you guys are serious about it, so you have to you have to try. And I think saying that like we met again in college and we've kept things really and just saying like we've kept things really like casual. We're mostly just in friend groups with each other and like we hang out, but like we've said that we're both really interested in each other. Right. And um we would really yeah. love to alter the truth a bit. Just just get, just yeah. mold it a little bit. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. I like what she said on the phone, which was, you know, we reconnected in college and mm-hmm. You know, weren't dating, but you know, mm-hmm. we were in the same proximity, and it's really hard to kind of fight this. Yeah, yeah. and I feel like I his can't parents fight will understand. This feeling. <laughs> ooga 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 shaka ooga 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 shaka. <laughs> okay, uh, well, that's our episode. Thanks, Leo, for oh, being I'm on. I'm always bummed when it ends because I, I just love talking. Well, no, it you was know, fun. You could listen to them. And then but I can, I can talk in the car, but no one responds <laughs> to me. But you can come I, back as many yeah. times as you want, Woo! whenever you want. I'll be back. Yeah, come, I'll be back. Come no, I enjoy. I always love hanging with you guys and chatting and uh, giving my BS opinion. No, I like it. I like it's it. It's fun. I feel like it's just a different take, and it's a little. Mm-hmm. It's a little. It's nutty. not as extreme as Melvin's. Yeah. Was Melvin on? Oh mm-hmm. my. Uh, okay. Well, thanks guys so much for listening and or watching this episode. If you want to see the video version, it'll be up on the internet soon. And uh, if you haven't subscribed to us on on iTunes yet, go and do it. Leave us a review. We love it. And if you want to find out where else you can follow and listen to the show, go to don'tblameme.show. Yeah, that's it. I made it. It's pretty cute. Um, And you can follow Melissa and I on social. You can follow Leo on social. Does anyone else want them to follow on anything? You want to follow your band? I don't have a band. The band broke up. Shut up. Yeah, you didn't know that? Why didn't you tell me that? I don't listen to your podcast. You don't know shit about my life. Wow. (laughs) Oh God! Yeah, no. Oh, okay. That's okay. Sad. I'm still playing. I'm playing tonight, actually. Okay, well, yeah. come out tonight. No, it's, <laughs> it it's not going to be tonight when uh, this airs. No, no but, but uh, yeah. follow Leo. Socials will be down below. Yeah, petting um, the couch. <laughs> pet the couch. Watch us on Freakish for two seasons. <laughs> <Hee-hee>. <laughs> cool. uh, and yeah, okay, guys. Uh, oh, phone call, phone number. If you want to call in for another. Um, <laughs> Words are hard. If you want to be a part of another episode, call us at 310-694-0976. And if you're an international caller, email us an audio file at meganpodcast at gmail.com. Bye. Hey guys, what's up? Megan here. Hello. Uh, I'm here to tell you guys that we are, oh, ouch. I don't know what that was. Uh, We're going on a little bit of a hiatus up until December. Um, The show's coming back. We're reinventing. We're improving. Things are changing. Good things. If you're afraid of change, don't worry. It's not changing that much. It's changing in a good way. Um, We're having a glow up. It's going to be awesome. So we're still taking calls while we're on this break. So don't worry. If your life, you're like, oh my God, Megan, no, stop. Shit's hitting the fan. It's okay. We still got you. We're going to be answering all of those calls from uh, when you call in now. So keep keep letting life happen and include us because we'll miss you. But we'll be back really soon. Don't worry. Don't Blame Me is a production by me, produced, directed, and edited by Melissa DeMons. Post-production sound by Chris Henry, production assistant Julie Carley, and music by Giacomo Picasso and Ryan Hunter. I'll see you guys next week. And don't blame me if your life, you know, completely fucks up before then. (laughs) Oh.